You're listening to an Amplify podcast. Interesting uh, story about Ready and Steady, actually. Um, in June 1979 in the US, there was a um, chart called The Bubbling Under 100, and this song appeared in, I think, in maybe around June June 17th, June 20th, maybe, and it was there for three weeks, charting, I believe, 106, 103, and 102, and then just dropped from the charts. Mm. Now, there was a collector who collected all these bubbling under records and um, Hot 100 Billboard records, and he saw Ready and Steady, and he wanted to get a hold of it, but he never did. This is in 1979, but um, it, further on, I think in 1980, in the 80s, um, there was a record label listed next to the song, and the record label was called uh, Rascal. So he, you know, did some research, and he found um, a label called Rascal. So when he went to visit it, Joel Whitburn, when he came um, to the place, it was just like a boarded-up old house, and he found a punk group from the 80s. I think it was like an 80s, 90s girl punk group, and they said they'd never recorded Ready and Steady by the name, and they, that, because their name was DA as well. Right, yeah. And, um... In 1995, Joel Whitburn even said, we think, you know, the song probably doesn't even exist. <laughs> and he published books about this. And I think about the, this song? Yeah, he, wow. he made, like, books on, the like, the top songs and whatever. And I think in 2008, 2009, he just didn't include it. It was just like, well, I, I haven't found Jeez. it. Well, this year, the discovery happened. One of his um associates or someone that um works for him, um, did some research and I think a guy emailed him saying, yeah, I've got a couple of leads for you for the song. And um, so I think it was, um, he found, he went to the um, US copyright thing and he found a song called Ready and Steady by D8 from 1979, which is that song. And <gasps> it was published in 85, 86 is when they put the copyright on it. Okay. And um, they, he found the writers, and one of them was um, D.A. Lucheski, and he wanted to get in contact with him, but sadly, he passed away in August 2005. Oh. But luckily, um, the other songwriter, uh, Jim Franks, he was still alive. So he contacted Jim Franks, who had his own radio station, and he said, do you have a copy already in Steady? <laughs> and he got... And, he gave him the copy of the song, and he said, I thought no one cared about that song. <laughs> and the guy asked him, what was the Rascal label? What was that? And he said, oh, it's just like a friend's um, record label or whatever. And that there was like two or three other songs with that Ready and Steady, one being an alternative version of Ready and Steady. And that, my friends, is how it happened. And they gave it to a radio station in the US on a show called Crap from the Past, and they played it for the first time in 37 years. Wow. Can you believe it? 37 years, this lost so-called phantom record was found. And um, the interesting fact is there was never any record. It was only on, like, cassette. So when they found it and played it on July 8th, it was a huge shock for everyone. Wow. And it's a really catchy song, and I, it is. I play really it. I play it like in the shower every night. <laughs> like I just play it, and it's just like I'm ready, and it's just like oh my god, crazy, crazy. Wow, what a history for just one song. Yeah, one song. Jeez. <laughs> but it's not your average Taylor Swift shake it off how that was written blah 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 you look on Wikipedia you gotta dig deep you gotta yeah. like know I like your attitude yeah. Matthew <laughs> yeah you, like it's just me I just listen hey yeah this song's okay no don't listen to it again I don't look at I don't look at history but that's really good for you to look at it yeah. really good um 
but an interesting thing about that is what do you think a songwriting process is like? I think for a songwriting process, um, I was reading about um, Mika, who um, did some songs, um, Grace Kelly, Big Girl, You Are Beautiful, a couple of those. And the idea for Big Girl, You Are Beautiful came around when he was on a plane. I think he was watching TV. And it was something about a, a girls' nightclub and that they didn't allow, like, like overweight people in, like, overweight girls into the club. Mm. And that, like, it was called the Butterfly Lounge, I think it was called. And Mika um, wrote some lyrics. And even in the song, if you listen to it, it says, get yourself to the but- Butterfly Lounge, find yourself a huge lady. And it's a really catchy tune, but definitely a great, like, a, like that was an idea that just sparked. Wow. I think it's a, a really interesting... Because back when I was younger, I always used to presume that the song was written by the person who sings it, but it's often not the case. Like, yeah. a lot of the big stars, yeah, they... Yeah, Stock they, Aiken and Waterman. Stock Aiken and Waterman, they wrote hits for Kylie Minogue, Mel and yeah. Kim, Jason Donovan, Dead or Alive. They were the um, songwriters, um, and then they just sang it. Yeah, I was reading about how... Uh, Cheap Thrills was written by Sia, but it was originally meant for Rihanna. Really? Oh, yeah, and Rihanna turned it down because she said it just didn't really sound like her. So I thought that was really interesting. Well, um, another artist that um does stuff like that is um is from Taxi Ride, um close friend of ours, um Jason Sin, um. He had a project, I think it's still going actually now, um, called the Jason Sin Project, where he releases a new song, Eight Weeks, and every week he shows how his process is oh, wow. and, like, how he writes it and stuff and, like, how he puts the beats down and stuff. So mm. that's um, really interesting if you yeah. want to check that out. Yeah, where can we find that? Uh, Facebook, social media. Huh. All right, yeah, sure. Jason Sin Project. It's called the Jason Sin Project. Cool. That's really cool. Mm. That is... Especially for you to know you know this person. Yeah, I know him. Um, my wow. dad he grew up with him in um where, where where I live, and so we just know him. He knows him, and he's he's pretty big um in here in Australia. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.